0: gentlemen boys and girls give it up for the greatest nascar podcast in the world it is the left turn call baby and my name is matthew parvin and here are my other established co-hosts
1: uh do you
2: play music over that n- no it sounded like it <laughs> but anyway what the fuck no. was that rattling
3: did you guys see the veins in his neck pop out when he did the intro? Yeah.
2: yeah. He was like somehow. straining himself. And somehow he was still quiet. Yeah. Wait, right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome that to the like left That was like every bit called. of his energy. <laughs> was every bit of it. He was like he's he's one of those people that uh, in high school that you met and they scream they they, they, they were quiet screamers. You know the ones that would be like whispered. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Hey par. Is, are you one of the guys a- that yells like this? <laughs>
0: This is supposed to be a killer inch though and y'all ruined it.
1: You well,
2: were. you ruined it, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's it's Cody, your host with the most. Uh, Jacob Lewis coming at you from the LTC headquarters spread right across the state of Tennessee. <laughs>
3: hey Parv, did you go to school with Beats pills in your pocket?
0: No. He did. It was in his it was in his backpack. It was jamming Jim Jimmy, Buffett, Jimmy down Buffett down Buffen the fucking hole. <laughs> <laughs> I never own a pair of I have never owned Beats in my life. Shut the fuck me. up. Hey,
3: it's Cooper Watson. What's up?
0: Parv, you know, you were supposed to
2: take charge of this episode. And you've you lost not taking, it. You've got to do better. you got to do better at this. Yeah,
3: and you want the next episode? Fuck you.
2: You know
0: what? Fuck uh, you. Today, we are here to talk about the most ambitious, the most exciting. Wait, I mean, it's actually the most boring race we've had probably this season. It was Richmond, baby.
1: You're still quiet. <laughs> Scream, Parv. Yeah, just let one out. It's I great. can't sc-
0: I can't scream right now. I have family that's probably about to go to bed. Parf, I don't That's their shit. fault. Nine, Nine o'clock. o'clock. <laughs> yeah. That ain't on you. Yeah. I can't help it, okay? But we are talking about Richmond, baby. Let's talk about Richmond, the most ambitious race of the season where Michael Miguel has fallen even more. And Cody <laughs> I, is happy about he it. He hasn't
2: fallen. He has resumed his natural form. Hey man, you know, he, he, we got Talladega next week. He could be coming back. Uh, <laughs> all right. So today we we, we finally uh, owned up to our words, and we wore uh, the Kyle Busch t shirt
0: Everybody here is wearing Kyle bush merch and is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Seeing Jacob and Cody wear this, it, it makes me happy. Even though I know that once this is over with, they're going to take it and throw it in the garbage. I'm actually probably going to donate it to someone who needs it, you fucking asshole. I'm not going yeah, to I,
1: I, I'll be honest, though. I don't know how many people, even if they need it, would wear it because it's a Kyle Busch shirt.
3: I mean, I'll probably... I'll, I'll hit up Dalton and be like, Hey, man, you need this? Do you have this one in your closet?
1: I guarantee t-shirt. you he does, in, in all, all fairness. fairness. He could cut it
3: off and wear this fucking mowing t-shirt. Like He can do what he wants with it. I don't care. Summer uh, t-shirt.
2: My plan originally was to uh, put duct tape over the Kyle Busch part and then write fuck. So it would say fuck Kyle <laughs> Bush. but uh,
1: you could know, just yeah. duct tape it and then rat Ty Gibbs. <laughs> the head
2: start. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't get to it because uh, <laughs> oh, Kyle you... Bush sucked again today. Let's get into the races. Uh, Parker no it.
3: We can't say Kyle Bush sucked in that truck race, though.
1: Okay, uh, listen, here's what we're not going to do, do, Cooper. We're not gonna start off by sucking Kyle Bush's dick on this podcast. I'll tell you, that I'm not right sucking now. it.
3: We uh, can't go to are. the Cup Series. We can't. You, <laughs> you got to talk truck. I made money, a little bit of money, not a lot, a little bit. You
2: did make some money, a little uh, bit. John Hunter Nemechek got the win. Who called John Hunter Nemechek last week? It was, that Cooper. was Cooper. Yeah,
3: I won this week.
2: I called both. You called both races, Which both is races. In-
1: yeah, and we'll get it. In- I don't even want to touch on that one yet because there's so much to touch on that prediction. I don't want to disrespect it.
2: No man, that um, was a
0: incredible one.
2: Yeah, it was. It was a good race. Uh, the 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 truck series was a disaster. Like every week, <laughs> it was. It's always a, a wreck fest.
3: Uh, Cody was the only one to actually watch most of the race.
2: He was, yeah. So I was. I was working. Cooper was same. working. That's Our, why.
1: Uh, that's why uh, we actually brought you here today in this episode. I'm hostilely taking over the left turn Colt podcast, considering I'm the only one who wants to put in the tom.
2: Oh, you don't have a
3: job
1: Yeah.
2: you
3: don't have a job
1: actually you know what I do have a job buddy I'm a sports journalist so suck my ass <laughs>
3: did you write yesterday
1: uh, no actually I have a two week break <laughs> um, and so... speaking of uh, hold up wait who all here has a legal signed on job raise your hand eh, nope Coop you have not been there long enough yet to have legally signed back on after a leave of absence Drop that hand, buddy.
3: What are you talking about? Yes, I've been employed the whole time. It was never once took off.
1: You have taken off.
3: Two years. Yeah, two yeah. years. Two years and give away my shifts for other people.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Yep, nah. Nah, Coop just got a new job.
3: No, Coop's had the same job. Still a manager at the same job. Sucks to suck. Damn. Yeah, whatever. Hate to hear whatever. it. Whatever. Hate to hear whatever.
2: it. Whatever. I mean, you heard it here first. I'm other. legally I legally signed on. <laughs> so I'm good. I've been signed on for like a, like two I've months.
0: Had, I've had the same job for four years now.
1: Parv's the only one of us that are loyal. I think we could all agree there. Yeah, but look how unhappy he is. Hey, that's what loyalty brings you, is <laughs> unhappiness. He lo- it
0: looks so depressed. Look at well, it. Well, hey, can, what, can what I, I say it smiling? here? It's loyalty at 950 an hour. I'm oh, pretty wow,
3: whoa, we can't talk pay. Whoa.
0: Yeah, yeah, You
2: just got fired, Whoa. You got fired, buddy. McDonald's is going to fire your ass now, Parv. Now you're going to be <laughs> even more unhappy. I now mean, you're
1: going along, to John.
2: Everybody needs to call
1: Parv's McDonald's and complain and say that he said something rude to you. <laughs> Get him fired.
2: <laughs> Parv told heck? me to fuck my own ass last night, and I just wanted a Big Mac. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just came through for a dozen cookies, and your, uh, your window guy said that I needed to go and suck a dick. I
3: asked for the McDonald's cake, and I was told to fuck off, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and that, that shit's there. I've seen it on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's does McDonald's. have
2: cake. I had a McDonald's cake when we used to have the birthday parties there. <laughs> but we, we don't have, have them anymore. Parties.
0: I could show you.
3: Hey, Parv. Hey, Parf. What? Do you have Tropic Berry Sprite?
0: We do not. We have All right, cigars. fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is a shitty McDonald's. Yeah. yeah, you're a shit-ass McDonald's, dude. Fuck you. Do you have Tropic Berry Sprite? I bet you do.
3: I don't work at McDonald's, so I don't have it.
0: Oh, just because uh, you don't work at McDonald's, doesn't mean you can't go get a Tropic Berry Sprite. Okay? I can, but
3: when I go to fucking Kingsport, Tennessee, and I want a Tropic Berry Sprite, I want to go to your McDonald's. Do you sell it? Absolutely not. Where am I going? I'm going to take my business elsewhere. So fuck you.
0: I'm sorry.
3: So That's fuck exactly
2: you.
1: Exactly fucking right. Uh, He's a McDonald's race. apologist, too. Get that.
2: Uh, uh, Parv is the Jennifer Joe Cobb of this podcast. Well That's let's start a beautiful over. Let's analogy.
0: That is a beautiful start it analogy. over. Man. Let's start it over. Oh no. You are a bitch.
1: <laughs> that was poetry, my friend. I
2: know. Cooper was the only one freaking out that time. Uh I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. Let's just leave it in. Fuck it. It's
3: it's fitting this time because hey, Joe. You know, one of them is the are greatest good at their, up their
2: job. Yeah.
3: Come tell baby. That's our winner.
2: We'll get to that. Her,
3: Cody Warren, Harrison Burton. Those are our top Hell three. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, the truck race happened. this what, okay, what about the Jennifer Joe Cobb incident? The uh, Cooper, do you know exactly like what I'm talking about with her trying to wreck the dude?
3: It was her and the dude had gotten like a little rivalry. That's all I'd saw. And then Twitter is just blowing up like,
2: Oh, get her off the fucking field, you know, whatever.
3: <laughs> like, yeah. Just well, just Twitter being Twitter towards Jennifer. Norm Benning. That's his name. I wouldn't have fucking told you that name.
2: Uh, yeah, Norm Benning. D- haven't we seen this name before? Earlier in the season, like, reckon ten times.
1: Uh, there, there was some weird fact about Norm because we uh we've said his name on this podcast before, but I can't remember what it was.
2: Well, how do how do you think they feel? Uh, knowing that they were battling for thirty fifth. And uh changed, almost changed the outcome of the race. Hey, you
3: could say the same with Chastain. Chastain was aggressive as fuck today. He was trying to battle for everything he could get, so.
2: Yeah, but he was. Didn't matter what spot he was in, he was going for it. He finished pretty decent today, though. Yeah. Jennifer, I mean, I get the racing for a position, but I just couldn't see myself taking somebody out. It's she like, probably just so wanted cool it
3: for Dago. She just wants some recognition. I mean, coming yeah. in, that, that's a big track for her, so.
1: I mean, any publicity is good publicity, but I I think it was him that got into, no, it was her that got into him first because he's the one who ended her day.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he wrecked her. Uh, I mean, I
1: guess we don't know what happened like the laps leading up to all of that. Uh, I think I would be a hot-headed racer no matter what. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, if I'm an underfunded team and a guy's like bullying me, as much as it it would suck, I would swallow my pride and just get out of his way to protect my two hundred and fifty thousand dollar vehicle.
2: Agreed, agreed. Uh, something that I saw in the truck race that I had not paid attention to was: Did you all know Josh Ramey was back? Toaster Strudel guy. I did not. Is it Ramey? Yeah, I, I, that's what I say. I don't know what his name I thought is. it's like Rayum. Rayum is that his name? That's what it looks call, like. Let's just call him Toaster Strudel guy. Uh, <laughs>
0: has he got the welcome back at as, as
2: good as kyle Arson or is it can we, no i didn't, he, I didn't
0: no. even know he was back i had no clue i didn't pay attention um
1: i don't think anybody really gives a shit can we call him ss strudel i feel like that's <laughs> that's fitting right that's pretty good
2: uh also ron reed
1: returned
0: oh yeah
3: which is a big name yeah. It was a big name. He it wasn't. It.
1: it was, but I'm gonna be 100 honest, and this is no disrespect to him. I did not hear his name called once.
2: Well, he finished 29th, and the team he had just had no speed. Uh, I think it was important for him to get back in the cockpit of a car. I don't think he was at any point thinking that he was going to be anywhere within the top 20.
1: So can I uh, can I spin off a question to everybody with this one? Can we make it interactive with this? Yeah. If you are a Ryan Reed, uh, you know, someone that's in his situation, that's looking for a ride once, you know, I mean, obviously, Ryan's a winner. It's not like he's a no name. So let's say you you've had Ryan's success and you're a driver yourself. If you get a call from a absolute no name team that's not going to compete, do you actually accept the offer? Yes. 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 No matter how bad you're going to look out there. And yes. like I said, you have yes. to look at the full picture. He's been out of racing for what? I, I know he, well, he, he ran a race last year too. Um, but that was just one race. And he, he, I think he finished top 10 in the trucks. I think it was at Las Vegas where he ran that one. Um, so you, you do take
2: that ride. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You would have to, yeah. I mean, I, just for a chance. Cause you never know. Yeah. They had a bad day out there. The whole team did, but that being said, uh, what if they would have had a good day and you took that opportunity? Right, but I'm head. I'm I'm speaking. You know, I mean,
1: ultimately though, other than just a weird chance, yeah, you know where teams are going to finish, give or take, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, um, like we we know that a Rick Ware is consistently going to run in the back, and that's no disrespect to them, but that's just you know equipment. If yeah. you know going in that you have a top thirty at best truck. You've been out of racing for a little bit. Do you take that ride and risk yourself looking bad?
2: Well, like you said before, uh, they didn't call his name the whole time, so I don't think he really looked bad at all. Uh, unless unless you're a big fan. And let's be honest, most of the fans that are in NASCAR right now, most that have came in don't even know who Ryan Reed is. Uh, uh, yeah, but he's not trying to please the fans to get a ride. Oh, no. I mean, do I think Ryan Reed's going to come back in and get a ride uh, for the rest of his career? Not at all. I think that this was just, uh, I think he, I think this was a chance where he said he was thankful for the, for the opportunity. Um, and he, he wanted to, he wanted to get out there and race. And I, I, I don't blame him, blame him a bit. But that is a good question because I, I haven't ever really thought about that. I mean, honestly, uh, in my position, if anybody called me, if fucking. Uh, if, oh, yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. yeah if if, if uh, Rick Ware Racing called me and said, hey, do you want to ride? I'd be like, you know what? You want me to You want me to suck you off now or later behind the garage? Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm driving that way right now to get fitted.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would take any ride I can. I think that just shows you the. Um, the. I would say the uh, the drive that these drivers the passion had, the passion. I guess that's the word. That's a better word. The the passion that these drivers had uh, to get to get in these cars and race. Because I mean, like you said, it wasn't I, like I said, like we both said a minute ago. I didn't think I didn't think personally that um, Ryan Reed got in that truck with any thought, thinking he could go from top twenty. I think it was just a chance to see he could go out there, and he had sponsorship. Uh, I mean, he had Camping World sponsor him.
1: So, do you think my ego maybe is too big? Then, do I need to do I need to deflate my own personal ego a little bit?
2: Well, would what, would what, what, what was your answer to it? You didn't no. really answer. You no. wouldn't do
1: it. Nope. No, because I think, especially once you get up into the the three major series of the sport, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're a guy who's looking to maybe go back in, you know, seriously wanting to go back in. Now, if his mentality is. Yeah, I'll run a race here and there for whoever. But if he's looking at getting a long-term ride, I think going and driving for an underfunded team at a, at a short track like Richmond or I mean even the 1.5s. If you call me for Talladega or Daytona, I'd probably be in because everybody's running pretty evenly. Yeah. But um f- for a short track and if I'm wanting to get back in for a full-time deal, I don't think I would accept the offer for an underfunded team. And I know that goes against everything that the NASCAR games taught us growing up, you know, because you finish top 10 twice, and then you get a full-time ride for, you know, Penske. Yeah. But uh, I think in real life, I think that it's more detrimental to your future if you are looking to go, you know, full-time again.
2: Yeah. And and, and that being said, uh, as I'm sitting here looking at the stats, uh, Ryan started 39th and finished 29th in that truck.
1: And that's not bad at all. I mean, that's, no. that's
2: especially at a track like Richmond. And, you know, from the, from the perspective of the people, the scout and drivers out there, uh, Ryan Reed, he's still a young enough driver. He could come out there and he could, he could hop into a, Oh yeah. Uh, and he's a winner. Yeah. He's a winner. Certified super speed. Right.
1: Runner. And he, I, like I said, I'm speaking from, you
2: know, me, myself, of course. Right. Yeah. I don't and think I mean, your I... ego is too big. I, I think that's just personal, uh, personal thing now i will say this now would i have picked richmond if i'd had the choice no right if i'm ron reed i wouldn't have picked richmond the the track that i would have circled would have been a super speedway right where your talent actually shows Mm -hmm. yeah especially with that small of a team uh you know but stuff can happen i mean uh, cmi motorsports is fairly new uh I, i mean just just to be straight up i mean they've raced uh in 2012 2016 2019 uh and you know it's been about a race a season
1: right and that's Um, that's not a lot of it i mean every every xfinity team and every cup team already has more experience than that just this season alone oh yeah yeah
2: um Um, how about how
1: about our motorsports because they've fallen off a little bit
2: our motorsports yeah uh they they started strong they did start strong um I don't know.
1: I mean, I know that I'm I'm specifically looking at a, a an entirely different series, but yeah, the the smaller team thing kind of just brought them up in my mind. I
2: mean, yeah, I think that they have a they have a chance to to be something. Do I think Brett Moffat will be close to a win this year? Absolutely. As aggressive as Brett uh, Brett Moffat is, I think he has a chance,
1: and he's a newlywed too.
2: He is. He's a newlywed, so he's going to have some uh, extra energy to be getting out there on the track it's
1: weird i'll tell you i know this is weird that i bring up the xfinity series but i i miss our three-day weekends consistently i do me
2: too me too man i mean uh you know like i said even next week we we're not even having a three-day or our our next three-day weekend comes at kansas is it not this weekend truck series is not this weekend They, they race talladega once a year
1: I thought it was – okay, so it's the fall where we have the three-piece. Yep. I miss our three-day weekends.
3: Bring them back.
2: I'm sitting here looking at the schedule. Oh, that's why I hit it down.
3: wanna. We got to point out Parv's pick, Sheldon Creed, finally. I mean, stage two looked pretty damn strong. So,
2: Oh, yeah. Sheldon Creed, the fact that he picked him without any –
3: he picks him
1: every week. Every, every week
3: the tr- the trucks run. He's always picking him. Because he he,
1: corrected, he, he correctly picked him picked him for the championship.
0: And I'm sticking with him every single week from now on because my boy Sheldon's going to win a championship this year.
3: But where do you finish? What
2: Darling. number
1: is Sheldon Creed?
2: Darlington is Parf? the next time we have a three-day weekend. Darlington is. Well, so, okay.
1: What number is Sheldon Creed, Parf?
0: Listen, okay. No, don't look it up. He's looking it up. Yeah, I hear uh, it
1: clicking. I hear yeah. it. We hear it <laughs> clicking. Listen,
0: the number two, the Number two, Chevrolet. I got it. See, I know. Oh yeah, I. yeah.
1: You're smart. Darlington will be exciting to come back for a three day weekend. Darlington's a place where I could see myself making an irresponsible decision and buying a three day weekend ticket. You know, I oh, mean, dude, who knows?
2: Listen, I wouldn't blame you if you did. Yeah, Honestly. and don't, don't, don't tempt me. Can we, can, we, can we talk about John Hunter Niemicek, though? Do it, how Pussy. Dominant
1: I think, I think we're looking at a championship run. I think him dropping down from the cup and going back to kind of, you know, round Best himself decision. off.
2: Yeah, for Best sure. Decision. I mean, it, uh, to, to spin, kind of uh, rearrange your question a little bit, uh, Cody. All of you, if you are a driver who had made it to the top cup series, but you were with a – uh an okay team you know not probably the best equipment not the equipment that you're going to be performing every weekend in uh would you step down to the lowest series in nascar well i won't say the lowest but one of the lower lower series in nascar the lower major series yeah, the lower major series and take take a chance at a truck series with a really good team
1: i would i would yes. in an instant yes this
0: could this mean a potential return in the future, though, for me in the Cup Series?
2: I mean, that's yeah. up to you. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think Toyota is gaining I more mean,
0: cars out there. I think if you do that, it can make a better name for yourself too. You know, becoming a uh, hardly no name in the Cup Series, going back down to the Truck Series or the Xfinity Series, winning a championship there with a what? with a good team
2: <laughs> let's not forget john hunter Nemechek is not really a no name his dad was joe Nemechek, right uh, for yeah. sure i mean john is
1: gonna have an opportunity at least no matter what series but i think he messed. he made the best professional decision by dropping back down uh i don't think he was just rounded enough to come up to the cup yet um and I, I think he realized that, which shows how mature he is. Well, do, you um, remember, I mean,
2: do you remember when John started and how insanely aggressive he was? I mean, he was the one that Cole Custer tried to beat the hell out of.
1: Right. And I, I think that comes with growing up with a NASCAR dad, ultimately. Because, yeah. um, you know, I mean, John Hunter, you know, it's these guys that will keep that that field in NASCAR. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think... You know, love hate relationship that I've had with the guy. We have an off and on relationship that's insane as Noah Gragson. It's guys like that that are going to keep the original spirit of the sport alive. You can love Noah or you can hate Noah. I mean, I'm always forever, I think, going to stand like right there in the middle of the seesaw when it comes to Noah Mm Gragson. Like I love him and I hate him, and I love him and I I hate him. But he's the one who's like in the Xfinity series right now. Him and uh, him and of course. Like, it's that you piss me off, I'm throwing my gloves off, and I'm coming at you. And that's, you know, we've seen that in NASCAR since its start. Um, I think that's just due to having it, you know, a family that's, like, deeply ingrained in the sport. Um, A little off-tangent with that one, but... John Hunter dropping down from the cup, going into the truck, I think was the best decision he could have made. Now, with that being said, his dad was much better of a truck driver than he was a car driver in NASCAR. Um, I don't think that success in the truck carries over into the cup as well as Xfinity to the cup.
2: Yeah. I I mean, like I said, as an OG NASCAR fan from the, from the beginning, uh, uh, Joe Niemicek is one of the names that, that you kind of you kind of grew up to uh, really know who he was, mostly because of how many manufacturers that he raced. Because <laughs> he was the guy known to race like every manufacturer. Oh, yeah, he ran world. each probably what ten times. Yeah, but something that's uh, something that I like to point out to everybody is uh, Joe's a four-time winner in the Cup Series he he was successful even in the cup series
1: right but uh, also so i'm going to i'm going to start assuming my role as like the bad guy of the podcast i think it's been headed there for a while um i think i'm just going to really own up to that you're going to own it yeah you know having a 20 plus year career in the cup series four wins you're not great I, ultimately and yeah, i mean you're that's not. you're better than i am obviously i'm not going to sit here and act like i'm i'm going to outrace you but, you know, you have guys who spend 15 years in the, uh, in the Cup Series, and they amass, you know, 40, 50-plus wins. And then you have guys who run for years and years and years. And I'll use this as a, as a time to, to throw a jab, Michael McDowell. You know, it, it is what it is. Um, but I think that guys like Joe Nemechek, they perform better in the Truck Series. I mean, look at, look at Ron Hornaday Jr., Throw him in a Cup car, and he probably would have never won had he ran full time in the Cup. But he dominated the Truck Series while he was there.
2: The only thing I'm going to say is, is yeah, Joe Nemechek was. I mean, he wasn't the best driver out there, but in the early, uh, in the actually the early '90s, uh, dude, he was genuinely he was about like Eric Elmerola, just consistent, consistent. Uh, you know, it obviously went down. Uh, he just was consistent a, a lot with top tens, uh, but in the he was actually a pretty good extended series driver too. He had about sixteen wins in the extended. Now, series. let me ask
1: you a question though. Yo, and I, this is an age old question. Coop will probably hop in on this one just from like the basketball mentality right here. Can you really compare? Needed. Can you really compare drivers from the nineties to drivers today for how they were running? Because nope. teams are a whole hell of a lot more competitive today than they were in the nineties. And that's that's bottom
2: line. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, it's a different series. Um, I don't know about that.
3: What overly competitive now than yeah. what they were back then? I they mean. are
1: now, and now I'm not talking spirit of competition, I'm talking actual performance competition. I mean, back it's then easier. you you could have a random guy come up and win in '93, right? But in twenty twenty one you know you can make a list of who will for sure win i mean we over it, it's something about every 10 years you know you have that random guy who comes in and wins um you had you had the the, the michael waltrip you had the the trevor bane and then you had the uh michael mcdowell you've had marco sambros grab a win at a road course but other than those few random wins it's pretty uh in, in gambling terms it's pretty chalky who's gonna win now. Agreed, but in, agreed in the 80s and the 90s, you know, Billy Buckshot might win this week and then you know water cooler Terry might win the next week.
2: The thing I will say is I don't think that if you sent the guys we have now to the past and sent the guys to the uh from the past to the future, I don't think any of them will be worth shit. I agree with that. Yeah I think I think that's I think that's the uh, the bottom line. Um, I was just sitting here looking at Joe Nemechek's stats, man. I, this is a name that I, we haven't brought up on the show yet. In uh, the Xfinity Series, like I said, yeah, it was 16 wins, 74 top fives and 126 top tens. And not only twice did he run a full uh, Xfinity Series schedule.
1: I'm not disrespecting Joe Nemec by any means. I don't want right, it to be taken that way. No,
2: no, that's not towards you at all. I'm just saying the, the stats because, like, Joe's a guy that kind of gets looked over, especially. He does, now.
1: But six? Are you on Wikipedia? I'm on uh, Racing Reference. Okay. How I many only. races? How many races races did he run in the Xfinity?
2: Uh, you know, I wish it fucking said that.
1: <laughs> Wikipedia does say that. Wikipedia um,
2: does Wikipedia. But I mean, if he
1: ran there. if he ran 900 races and got 16 wins, that's oh, just not great it. odds to me.
2: 453 uh, races.
1: OK, 453 to 16 wins. That just
2: doesn't raise my ear. To be honest, it just does not raise my ear. Well, I mean, you got to think, too. He was only there uh, every now and then. So that, I mean, those numbers are still kind of low. In my opinion, I I don't think Joe. Now, listen, if I put Joe Nemechek and Kyle Petty in the same room, I'm going to sit here and say I think Joe Nemechek's a better driver. Kyle Petty? Yeah. Better driver.
1: I don't – I'm not going to disagree, no. But are we talking just driver? Can you say he's just a better – can you say that?
2: I I think so. Okay,
1: so then I'll say that Lewis Hamilton is a better driver than anyone in NASCAR.
2: Uh, but, but how do you think that?
1: I'm just naming a driver who won a lot, right. In a different series, Kyle Petty predominantly
2: ran the cup. I mean, not really predominantly. He still ran up into what was the Bush grand national series and then went into the cup series. But I mean, comparing Kyle Petty to Joe Nemechek, I will admit it's like comparing apples to oranges, but Kyle Petty had his dad's name to run on, uh, which which helped him out. Which we how know many we... wins did Kyle Petty have? He had about eight, and had... I think most of those.
1: In all fairness, and it's the same thing that I'll you know I'll throw it. Junior, I think that Kyle Petty could have been a great driver, just the same way that I think Dell Junior would have won multiple championships had they not faced a ginormous tragedy at the hands of the same sport.
2: Yeah, I think Kyle Petty had potential.
1: Uh. I think it all went away when Adam died. I genuinely do. I, I think, think that it, that drained him.
2: I think that he never was too uh, uh, genuinely serious about racing. Because if you look at Kyle, I mean, he was uh, – I'm talking about when he was younger. Now, yes. Younger, no. The reason I'm saying that is, is because if you look, Kyle Petty was wanting to be a musician. He was doing all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, you know, he put out an album, two albums. I just don't think that he was ever dedicated entirely to racing. Now he grew up with it and he sure, I'm sure to God, he loved it. And I'm Wait, sure. Hold on. DNA Rewind. Yeah. Throw that
1: last little bit at me one more time to make sure that I heard that right. I said, I'm sure that he loved it. music, music. Yeah. Kyle Petty released music. Yeah, dude. I did not know that. You didn't know that. I did not know that for a second. Yeah, was he, was he a singer? Yeah.
3: What? Yeah. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on.
1: Hold on. Did anybody else know this? Did
2: anyone else know this?
3: No, sir. Okay.
2: Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Petty. Yeah. There I hear is all kinds of uh, things about his album.
1: Okay. So the the name of this episode is Kyle Petty's Garage Band.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Petty songs. Yeah. I mean, um Let's see. He 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 played me. He was like a he was like a damn. I mean, he he looked the part. He looked the part. He did. Um, Imagine maybe maybe he just released. He wrote songs. Maybe it wasn't an album. But are you sure you
1: are you sure you're not confusing him with Tom Petty? No, it is Kyle Petty. Imagine imagine a
2: Kyle Petty Tim Richmond
1: two piece duo.
2: Right, like that would have been just on point. I'm sitting here looking at a Kyle Petty concert live and NASCAR, I would have, uh, I
1: would go to a Kyle Petty concert today.
2: Well oh, same man, NASCAR man history. I mean Kyle Petty yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if Kyle Petty was just ever as serious about racing as his dad. He just had other things that he liked. Now do I think he liked the race yeah, and do he loved it? Yeah, I think he loved it. Uh, I think Kyle Petty's very opinionated about the sport. I mean we all know that especially now. Uh, but do I think Kyle Petty was uh, was was that great of a driver? I don't think he was the best. I think he was. Uh, I think he could have been better.
1: I mean, I, I, re- I remember as a little kid, always wondering why Kyle Petty was like thirty fourth.
2: Oh yeah, I think we all did. Kyle Petty was, uh, you know, yeah, he had that last name. If uh, and you know the Adam Petty goes to the what if? What if Adam Petty never passed away? Right. I, I mean, Chandler, I think
1: right? I think we would have saw another Petty <laughs> champion.
2: Yeah. Oh, Without a doubt. I, I think so. I think he had potential.
1: I still, and you'll never change my mind. I think that Kenny Irwin Jr., uh, Adam Petty and Davey Allison, all three were are, and, and of course senior, but you know, senior had already solidified himself. But I think those three would have been champions. Davy Davey Allison would have owned in the nineties. And you'll never, ever, ever change my mind.
2: I agree with Kenny Al uh or shit. Davey Allison, Kenny Allison. Davy Allison and uh uh Adam Petty. Kenny Erwin Jr. I don't think would have uh
1: I think he would he would have eventually changed teams. I think he would have found a lot of What about of what
0: about Kalicki?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, Kawiki was a champion. You know, he died the year following his championship. So, Kawiki definitely solidified himself. Now, Kawiki would have definitely won a few more. And once again, you'll never, ever, ever change my mind on that opinion. And that's just, he had figured something out as an engineer himself for cars. And, you know, other teams, once Kawiki did what he did, other teams immediately gravitated and started performing to the level that
2: Kawiki was performing. He definitely brought it. I like how we went from John Hunter Nemechek to Kyle Petty to Alan Quick, Right. <laughs> and less until like less than like five minutes. Um, yeah. But John Hunter Nemechek, man, I think he, I think he is definitely a good championship pick. I think the guy that he's got to really worry about in his review mirror is Ben Rhodes. Those two have been the guys to beat. And when Kyle Busch is in the 51. But
1: both have two wins.
2: Uh, yeah. In seven races, I think. hmm
1: so, I mean, that's over 50% of your season so far. Yeah. But I, I do think John Hunter is is coasting to a championship. And, you know, love him or hate him, I'm wearing him right now to represent him. Kyle Busch. What about
3: MTJ? Is MTJ going to run any more truck series or no? Was it just the Bristol? Uh,
2: you know, I think it was kind of weird that he ran a truck series this year, but I think it'll be just a one-and-done thing for him. That was, what, the was first okay.
1: time he had ran since, like, 08 or something. Yeah, something crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um. Yeah. But I, I think John Hunter, uh, he's got a really good team around him. You know, like I said, love him or hate him. Kyle Bush knows how to pick drivers to run that truck. Um, and, I mean, if you want to throw it back, Kyle Bush is the one who brought Noah Gragson into the sport too. Um, Kyle Bush sure. knows the talent. Uh, Eric Jones, Kyle Bush knows how to find talent. And uh, I think John Hunter, I, I would go on and put money on John Hunter for the championship this year.
2: I, I, would, I would agree to that. I think I think that's a pretty good stopping point in the truck series. We had a Cup Series race today, gentlemen, in the daylight at Richmond. <laughs> oh, did sunny we now?
3: sunny daylight yeah, too?
2: Sunny daylight. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and you know we, we did say a while back that we're, we we work on a shit track, a uh, shit talk tracks, uh, but I'm going to come out and say that uh, this package in Richmond uh, might possibly create the most boring racing I have ever seen.
1: I said it last week going in that I wasn't excited for Richmond.
2: Yeah, I it hasn't been po- – it hasn't been a, a – like a, and, like, don't get me wrong, I have enjoyed Richmond in the past. Uh, you know, the early 2000s on up, I, I think Richmond was a really good track. I mean, for instance, the whole uh, – the Ricky Rudd-Kevin Harvick incidents uh, at, at, at Richmond – uh, was it Richmond? I think it was twice they had an incident. It was with the 28th Texaco Haviland car. And then I think it was the again. same year, too. I think it was 02 or 03. Uh, one race he ran for Yates, and the other race he ran for the Wood Brothers. Uh, it might have been a year after that. Okay. That, I, that would make sense, because they probably already didn't like each other. Right. Uh, yeah. um, real quick, what is everybody's short track
1: under a mile?
2: Oh, Bristol, without a doubt.
1: And, and that's a biased answer, of course. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's Bristol. Is it, but- is
2: it or is it, is it just the best track? I mean, Martinsville's close.
1: Right, that's, that's what I was about to say. I think Martinsville's right there with Bristol. But I think that my personal bias towards Bristol puts Bristol ahead of Martinsville. Because you have to think, in the last 10 years, how exciting have Bristol races truly been? Because we uh, have that higher banking and we're on concrete now. And then we have that that second groove that's not really a groove. And they wanted it to be a groove. But then we still somehow came back down to single-file racing. And
2: Yeah, I, I, you know, I agree. I will say that Martinsville has had more uh, exciting finishes than...
1: Uh, like, Bristol has became a, a, a round Martinsville. To get by somebody, you have to move them. But used to they could maybe run that second line and you know it's just i think bristol needs to flatten down the banking a little bit for it to go back
2: to its greatness well ever since they 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 redesigned the track it's made it a little bit more boring racing but but my thing is is i you know i will say that martinsville has definitely had more exciting races over the past few years there's been fights about after every single one of them
1: i would rather watch martinsville on tv than bristol on tv now take me in person to bristol it's a different world Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to go to Martinsville to be able to compare the two in person, but Bristol on TV is nowhere near as exciting as Bristol in person.
2: They need to, they need to shorten the track up. They need to make it even, even more narrow. And that's just my opinion. It's been my opinions as they redid it. Uh, I mean, I don't still-
1: mind, I don't mind the three, the three wide down the front and back stretch at all. And it, it excites me more than anything when they do run that three wide around the corners, you know, later into the races, but I wish that they would somehow put a little bit more grip on the top two grooves at Bristol if they really want them to run there. I would love to see double and triple file racing at Bristol. I would let's, love to see
2: that. Let's be honest. Uh, what's, been the, what's been the most exciting race at Bristol in the past four years? Bristol Dirt. And what did Bristol Dirt bring back? old classic short track racing where you yep. had to bump somebody out of the way
1: right and that and that's what martinsville provides
2: yeah and, and you know that's just that's just factual i think we can all agree to that uh 110 but yeah the i mean the richmond race happened today toyota's dominated <laughs> oh my god they dominated
1: um i don't know why you're happy parv i'm gonna be honest i don't know why you're like happy that they dominate 80 percent of every race.
2: it's a good thing that someone there at the track do the homelike remover because they both choked
1: right that's what i'm exact toyota dominates the first 80 percent of every race and yeah. then someone chokes
0: they choke you're, you're not you're not wrong you're really not wrong on that and i am want to admit that but yeah It really sucks because Denny Hamlin – I see Cooper, like, went away because we're talking Toyota and JGR probably. But Hamlin is legit one of the best drivers out there right now. He won the first two stages. Right, and I do – I want to throw you a
1: stat real quick, Parv, to give you something to run on because I genuinely do feel bad for JGR right now, specifically Denny. I genuinely do. I'm going to give you this little stat out there, Parv. You can say it like this, and I give you full permission, okay? And that's even – I hate you, so I want you to keep that. In. I'm giving you the stat to run with, and I hate you, okay? Okay. Denny Hamlin, he doesn't have eight top tens. No. Denny Hamlin has eight top fives.
0: Yeah, and that sucks because – Well, we. As we said, he is one of the most consistent drivers out there each and every week, but it's always those last laps. For example, Bristol Dirt. He was, you know, at the very end doing extremely well, but who came along? Joey Logano. Joey Logano went ahead of him, won the race. Then we saw this 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 time at, you know, Richmond for a while. I'm going to cut you off
1: right there, though, okay? And I'm, I'm going to put you in a corner and throw a few blows right here just to a, a, a few quick little like Jake Paul jabs, if you know what I'm saying. Right? Oh my
2: god! Um,
1: he, here's
2: here's what I'm gonna say. Was it rigged too? Was the race rigged this morning? No, it, it wasn't. <laughs> Just like
1: that fight wasn't. You know what the different – And you know what? We can compare that fight to this right here. Yeah. One person at Bristol trained, and the other one didn't. And what I mean by that is Joey moved Denny out of his way. Denny. The- Denny had multiple opportunities, even today, to move Joey out of his way. For and, and I guarantee you, right now, Joey Logano would not have been pissed had Denny moved him today, because Joey had it coming. Joey is known as an asshole out on that track, but Joey is a solidified, bona fide
2: racer. He's old school.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's gonna move you out of his way, and he knows. He knows if he moves you out of his way that you have the fair opportunity. No. to move him out of your way. Denny had a uh, few opportunities tonight to move Joey to take the lead back, and that would have made a difference late in the yeah, race uh, because I, of Harvick's crash. Joey, think, Joey dominated Denny. Joey is in Denny's head, ultimately, and I don't know why. Joey yeah. is in Denny's head. Denny will not move Joey to save his
0: own life, and we saw and, it again today. Well, I think because yeah, he doesn't want
2: another broken spine, but that's just
0: me. It sucks, but and the thing is, the way Denny is racing, you know, we, we, and if it wasn't for that caution, that last caution, well, I I got
2: Cody laughing, but nobody else fucking acknowledged it. <laughs>
0: that, that last caution, I think that <laughs> like, was, it's not funny. Okay, Parv, just keep, yeah, come on. Sorry. Yeah, I'm talking. Sorry. But that last caution, I think it was caused by Harvick. Go ahead. And, uh, go ahead. Legato probably would have won that race if it wasn't for that caution because Lugano Danny had, won't move him he wouldn't move him. I mean, Denny's got to get and more aggressive. So, would have, if it was for that caution, Lagana would have won. But what have was that caution happened. Denny had a slight lead for a little bit. But then, lo and behold, a certain driver that we will get to that Cooper is probably really excited to talk about what happened overtook him and he won the race, fair and square. Overtook him? Yeah. Okay. Denny
1: didn't have any restarts at all, all day. And Denny didn't have a restart at the first green of the race. And
2: let's be honest, Joey Logano did not have a race winning car whatsoever. No, he was driving the hell out of it. Yeah. And, and he just,
1: he overpowered. And for some reason, Denny will not scoot anybody. He just, he won't do it. it. Denny is racing like a champion this year, except for that. Denny could win the championship based on his consistency alone this season. But when it comes to that championship race, he better be willing to move Joey Logano out of the way because I'll go in and throw them both in there. Odds are Joey and Denny will be in the championship four. You could probably lock those two in already for the championship four unless something just absolutely out of left field, mind-blowing happens. Those two have ran probably the most consistent all season. I, I think they're one and two in the points anyway.
0: Uh, it- we'll, we'll get to that.
1: But well, Denny's just got to learn to to be aggressive. If he wants that championship, he has to be aggressive.
2: I think out of the JGR group, and we all know how I feel about the JGR group, I think Denny Hamler would probably be my pick out of all of them as far as the most talented driver that's out there in that group.
1: Yeah, uh, and I mean, Truex is really putting on a hell of a show this season too. Love him or hate him because of his constant whining and complaining, but I mean, he's putting together a hell of a season.
2: He does bitch a lot. He does bitch a lot. He does whine and bitch a lot. I will I will give him that title for sure. He does he just always want. He didn't today. Uh, but then again, no, he, he did. He did. Oh, he did? Yeah, he was
1: saying that his brakes were getting too hot and he wanted to turn on the fans. And they were like, Well, we got to consume yep. fuel right now. Yep. And he, he was whining, just begging them to let him turn the
3: fans on.
2: I, I just I I who yeah. else
3: cried. <laughs> Who else cried?
2: Kyle Bush. Yup. Yeah, Kyle Bush cried today as well. Yeah. He was uh, talking about he wanted downforce for the car, uh, which, you know, Kyle, I don't know what the hell. Like, we talked about it so many he times. There's no the, practice.
3: Uh, he pulled he, the I love my job, too.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, he pulled that one? I didn't hear that. Yeah. He said yeah when they put him job. on the mic,
3: he was like, at the last thing he said was I love my job. I did not hear that one.
1: That That's a – that's a boomer-esque thing to say, isn't it? That, that's a very boomer.
2: You know, I, I think that I think that Kyle is just so frustrated at this point because uh, we saw Christopher Bell today. At one point during the race, I really thought Christopher Bell was going to get up there and win.
1: I was expecting a, a Byron Bell 1-2.
2: Yeah, I I really was. Uh, it was and Harvick it
3: and Bell. They were battling a majority of the race. And Dylan, too. Dylan was up there battling with Bell and yeah. Harvick. Coop, we'll get to our boys in a minute. For sure.
2: For sure. I mean, even Kyle, but even though that we do say Kyle Bush isn't running well this year, uh, I think it's it's the same way with Harvick, man. Uh Kyle Bush got an eighth place finish.
1: And and Kyle has, I think that's his sixth top ten. And we shit on him a lot. Um, yeah, and he's I mean, somehow, can... you know, the first 90% of the race, Kyle's in 25th, and then he's in twelfth, and then he's in 21st, and then he's in sixth, and then he's in fortieth. Um Kyle somehow musters together a good finish each week, but it's always at the very end of the race after he's had time to run it and give his details. And that's one thing that I do think is important to note about Kyle Bush. It's taking him an entire race before he's comfortable in his car. Why is that not affecting Martin Truex or why is that not affecting Denny or Joey or,
2: or chase or Kyle Larson? I think it's because they can drive without a perfect car. That's what, yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just that's just dead serious. And you know, today we seen we seen all we seen a really mixed up field. Uh, a lot of cars, you know, that shouldn't have been up there that were running up there.
1: Corey LaJoy uh, ran well.
2: He did. He ran well today, and I, I will come out and say it. But one person that I wanted to really shed light on um, is the double zero of Quinn House. What the fuck? He put what are you a shining on? a light on? Uh, well, I'm not shining a light on much, but he he pulled down in front of Bowman and almost. I, I thought that he get. I thought that he ruined Bowman's race. I thought yeah, he didn't it, he it, get to his bumper.
1: It closed over half a second of a Why lead. Why he
2: blocked him? I have no clue. I thought that was. I had to say something about that. That was the well, dumbest move I've ever seen. You want a
1: history lesson here when it comes to that man. What's that?
2: Um, so there's this uh,
1: thing I've been bitching about for almost a whole year now in NASCAR. And Jacob's heard this argument for me. I think we all have actually. Uh, I think you need to be able to uh, maintain a skill rating to stay in the sport. Um, if I get pulled over a few times per year, depending on what I'm charged with, I could lose my losses. Right. We're yeah. only allotted so many points in, in Tennessee. Um. Quinn Huff last year almost killed a couple of people because he uh, he tried to pit from the top line at Texas. I believe it was. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so there fun, there yeah. were about six cars under him when he uh, when he crossed down. And if I'm not too mistaken earlier this season, I think it was Quinn Huff that almost uh, killed Bowman when uh, when someone dipped to pit. And they uh, they zoomed right by him on the inside while they were dipping the pit, and I think that might have been Quinn Huff that uh
2: almost killed Bowman there. And you know, it's one of those things we talked about it so many times about we don't know what we don't know how it is running in the back like that a lot. Uh, but I mean, there's a there's a thing called safety. Um, it made sense, I would say maybe more than safety. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, you know. Sitting here sitting here today, I was just watching the race, man, and I, I was so impressed with uh, the RCR cars today until about stage two. Coop, can we make a simultaneous
1: Coop. clap right here? Can we clap together for the RCR praise? No. No? I'm clapping.
2: I'm going to clap then. Hey, Cooper, what's up? <laughs>
3: yeah. You got the... Nothing's up. Oh, okay. I'm just listening. I don't want to clap. Dylan didn't do too well. Did Redick, they, that's Redick was, didn't do that well.
2: That's what I he
1: did though. He up. did Coop, and let me let me tell you why. On up until the last season and a half, he did really fucking well.
3: No, I agree. I, top, he, he did what? He did really well. I mean, another top ten, but what he started eleventh, and Redick started thirteenth.
1: But finishing any RCR car, finishing the race on a lead lap in the top 15 is a really big deal.
3: I mean, Dylan did get a top 10. It looks good. He got more points for it. So congrats to him. But Reddick didn't yeah. run that well. He Dylan. ran 20th. But he was and also three Redick. laps, two laps down, three laps down.
1: Reddick is in his second season.
3: Yeah.
2: I, I just want to see more. I'm, I'm I, more, more so the disappointment goes with the three car this time around, because I feel like they have the, the potential, but something's going on there to where they can't get up front, because I had him winning the race today. I thought he was going to take it home. top
1: ten the first half, right? He, he, he looked
2: really good at the start.
3: Yeah, but we saw right when that last caution came, or the second-to-last caution, he was running 16th and got blessed that he was able to get up, because, I mean, he, that car was way too fucking After, loose. After, yeah,
2: the, the green flag pissed off. Yeah. 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 And it helped
3: him out a lot, because, I mean, fuck,
2: him and Brad were the two up there. I also want to point out that Corey LaJoy finished above all three out of four of Stuart Haas cars.
1: (laughs) Now, Corey LaJoy, (laughs) He ran a hell of a race. Corey LeJoy's looked good the last couple of weeks. He really has. He, has. he would have had a top 10 last week had uh, was it Briscoe who tore his front end off in Pit Road?
2: Yeah, and I was just sitting here looking at it, man. And uh, Briscoe, Custer, and Harvick finished 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. And uh, LeJoy brought it home 21st. Now, so Harvick's is
1: right, and Harvick's isn't fair to blame him for that one. Yeah, there would have uh, been that was just that tough to luck take, for sure, but. You know, Stuart Haas, we can touch on them now that we're on that topic. Uh, I liked what I saw today out of Stuart Haas. I really did. It, it, yeah, they were
2: in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, two More than Kevin Harvick was in the top ten. Uh, Eric so, el Arrola looked really, really good today. What's up with Harvick and the goggles now?
1: I, I think it's just age. Um, he he wore them at the dirt race, and I think he just he enjoyed it. Joey Logano does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen. If I ran NASCAR, I'd have to wear goggles too, for sure. Um, but I, I, think, I think the goggles are a good look on Harvick. I didn't get to see that part, so I must have. Really? He, he looks, he looks very designated.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, speaking of teams that look good today, it looked promising. Uh, Chip Ganassi, we've seen them actually making moves today. They were actually on television for once. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. more so, it, it was Ross Chastain today. Yeah. Ross Chastain was making moves. Uh, I'm, I think that Ross Chastain probably, if I'm not mistaken, probably got an ass chewing uh, for running in the back because he uh, blew Briscoe out of the water today, and he didn't have the yellow stripes, which I'm still confused about. That uh, is
3: six top twenties for Ross Chastain this year, too.
2: That is that's I exciting. It, I, I did not know Ross. that. Ross is an old school racer. Uh, you know, we were talking there. We were talking there before about who maybe my three drivers is. Maybe I'm putting too much uh thought into Larson as my dude. Maybe Chastain's in my top three.
1: Well, you can I, pick either or with your hat. That is true. I can pick
2: <laughs> I can pick Larson or uh or uh um the <laughs> Melon man. I like I said, man, I think I think we saw some uh some good uh racing today or a good performance out of both Kurt Busch and Ross Chastain. I think they both look good. Uh, I mean, Kurt Busch got up to a 13th place finish, and uh, Ross ended up finishing 15th. So really good for that team to get up there and run. And speaking of other teams that that needed a good run, Wood Brothers, Matty D got that top 10 and ran good all day long. And, you know, I sit on Chairgating. Uh, By the way, if you haven't watched Chairgating episode, check that out on their uh, Spotify. They have it on iTunes as well. Um, me and Cody both went on there, but I said it on chair gating that I didn't think Maddie D would finish in the finish well at all because they run like shit at uh, Richmond. And he went out and proved me wrong.
0: He got ninth overall today and he was running really well the whole entire time. There's a times where he might've been like a, there were times he might've been a lot down but he still got back up there and eventually led him up to be in the top 10, which is really great for Woods Brothers and great for Matty D because I kind of want to bring light on this too. Jacob probably is excited for the, there is a tweet that Ford Motorsports brought out. About the next generation of cars, you know,
2: you know, you did butcher what Ford, Ford, uh, the Ford Racing Development Team was called, but I appreciate the nostalgia behind Ford mm. Motorsport because what they used to be called, they used oh, to be okay. called Ford Motorsport. It's Ford Performance now.
0: I, I apologize for that. No, you're good. But he and Matt, Matt the tweeted, Can't wait to drive this or some, something around that. Yeah, yeah, he did. He so, didn't come out
2: and say that.
0: Um, I mean, I, I was sort of having predictions on this because we, we, we talked about where we think that Matty D, some, some of us have said he might go back to Xfinity. Some of us say he's going to maybe go to Penske. But, what but about, he said he
2: was excited to race that car specifically next year.
0: What about Stuart Haas? We haven't talked about Stuart Haas yet, because we probably know that, you know, Eric Amarillo is probably not going to be there next year. And we, we, we might say that Kurt Busch might be going to the number 10, but what about Matty D? Manny hey, D could go to the number 10.
1: I am still all in on Kurt Busch going to the 10 car. Now, I could be entirely wrong, but my gut is telling me that Kurt's going back to Stuart Haas.
2: I think Matty D's going to the going to the two car.
1: It just I don't think it, Penske's it. gonna let Brad go. I've completely I've backtracked on it. I don't think that they are smart enough to let him go.
2: I don't know. I mean, uh, if we look at if we if we look at the performance in the past few years, I mean, I think we can all sit here and say that Joey Logano has definitely led the Penske train.
1: Yeah, he has. Yes, but
2: who has been just there? Oh, all Brad the time. Brad, I mean Brad, but Joey is is far more consistent than Brad, and Blaney is starting to look better than Brad. Brad right now is the weak link at Penske. I'll come out and say that. and I'll I don't think it. it's his fault. I think I you know, think he had the car to beat
1: today overall, but his crew chief uh really dropped the ball and let him down. What the
2: hell? Made that really weird decision. And I get it. Like if it would have worked out, it would have been a, a a fun thing, and he could have probably got up front. But just a dumb decision.
1: I, I think that would have been the equivalent of betting on Cody Ware to win the race today. Like if it, if it if it happens. It's great, and you're really gonna, you know, make bank. You make a thousand dollars off of a one dollar bet, but I mean, <laughs> the odds are it's not gonna work in your favor.
2: If he would have been running like 20th, I would have understood, but he was running, he was, he was running top 10. Like he could have got a good finish today, and he just didn't, he didn't really. He came
1: out. from 20th to, to third. In less than a hundred
2: laps, and he still finished 14th. Even after all of that, he finished 14th,
0: which was a good run. Um, I, that, I, huh? He was actually the last person on the track to not be lapped. Everyone else behind him was lapped.
2: Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that what, what that, what, what about the 23 car today, man? Just they struggled bad.
1: Looking forward to Talladega.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I'll be honest. This week, I'm blaming it. Bubba's never ran well at, uh, at Richmond. Blaney uh, neither. Blaney historically, well yeah. Either. When yeah, you say um, that today,
2: put a bet on Blaney, I said not a fucking chance. I'll tell <laughs> you, though, I
1: felt good about it just because of how well Blaney had been running. I mean, who would have expected Blaney to win at Atlanta?
2: And Blaney really didn't finish that bad today. He finished uh, 11th. He was just right outside the top 10. Yeah,
1: he, he got screwed over throughout the, uh, the the green flag pit stop caution ordeal. I mean, that put him back spots too. Um, I think Blaney would have had a better that, – that caution really set the tone for the rest of the race. Yeah. Um, had that one not happened when it did, uh, I, I think we would have had a different winner, um, different strategies, all of that. But I I wasn't negative going in betting on Blaney, honestly, just because of the season that he's had. I don't think you can bet against him now. Um, but back to the 23 car, uh, I, I want to place the, the full blame on the paint scheme. That was a horrendous paint scheme. I thought it was ugly as shit.
2: They just um, reversed the colors from Todd Dillon's run. Yeah. They made yeah. it seem like it was the best thing ever. And I said, yeah, they just reversed the fucking color.
1: Yeah, uh, I was excited congrats. for it going in, but uh I thought it was an ugly-ass paint scheme. But Bubba's never ran well at Richmond. I didn't really expect much. I thought he would do a little bit better just because he started 15th. I thought maybe that would just give him, like, a, a boost. I thought we would see, like, a top 15 run. But – uh,
2: you, you know what was interesting about today, gentlemen? What's that? Was the fact that Kyle Larson was the last uh, Hendrick car to place – he was he was the weak weakest car out there. Today. I'm kind of i'm i'm
1: i'm happy for that this week. I needed yeah. a break.
2: Eric Jones did good today as well. He got he got a top twenty.
1: Yeah, he just ran to, well. Just go ahead
2: and put that out. Yeah, we got an episode with Eric Jones out. Um, yeah, I, I think we saw a lot of cars doing well. Uh, the Roush boys didn't give me too much to to work on today. I didn't. I, I they let get, me down too. Yeah, they they were. I was bragging on them, man. I thought maybe they could have done well this week, but just not the performance that we need. Um, you know, I I will say this as well. Uh, Alex Bowman. That's an out of left field win. You know, I mean, just put himself in position to win the race and was aggressive when he needed to be. Uh, which is why I like Bowman. You don't think Bowman's that guy that's going to come in there and put his nose into that uh, to your quarter panel, but he will, man. He'll get up to you and he'll make the pass. Really good job for him, and it was really cool Uh what I thought was hilarious. Ally's been uh, with NASCAR for what two years, two three years, going on three years now, and uh, uh, <laughs> this was their first time in victory lane. So good for since two thousand eight.
3: 24th the first place today.
0: Yep.
2: Something
1: crazy. He's
0: no, he's no longer the weak link of Hendrick Motorsports. I want the
1: record uh, to show that I have not once called Alex Bowman the weak link of Hendrick. I still think it's Willie. That Man. is a fucking lie.
3: That is a 100% lie. That's not a lie. You did it just three episodes. Three, four, five episodes ago, you said it. When we talked about Hendrick, you said I Alex think Bowman is that- the weak link.
1: I think I still declined it because I think everybody else did, and I swear I think that I said Bowman was not.
2: I can't remember. I'll go back and re-listen, and then next week
1: I'll I'll admit to it if I'm wrong, but I'm going to state it here that I have never said that Bowman was the weak link.
2: I'm still going to come out and say that Bowman is the weak link at Hendrick. But that being said, we're saying that Bowman is the weak link, but all of them are fucking strong this year. The Hendrick cars, this is the first time we've seen them competitive in yeah. years. Yeah, I mean Chase was the first one in
1: 3 that had been competitive.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean Chase Elliott uh, this year we haven't seen him seen him really perform all that well. What uh, is really well though? Uh winning a race. Okay, win, so that's Chase that's really not fair. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's ran as good as I as, as he usually does.
1: I think I think it's take. I think it took longer last season for Chase to win his first. If I'm not mistaken,
2: he is a late. He is a late comer. He comes on late. I don't expect him to win at the beginning of the season. He does come on late. Uh, I mean, even today, Chase Elliott finished twelfth. I just want to point out uh, one position below Ryan Blaney. And uh, <laughs> and I I mean you know he ran pretty good today. I'm not going to see your trash on him. Do I think Chase Elliott will actually win at the end of the year? I know I said on the phone earlier that he wouldn't, but do but does the oh, wait? Hold on! Whoa! 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 Are we having are we having Jacob swallow his foot here? Well, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. The stats show that Chase yeah. Elliott will win a race. This yeah, yeah, year. yeah yes. they do. In my in my gut feeling,
1: I think he goes winless. Okay, so pick one. You can't say the stats say this, but my God, which which one do you? I mean, you believe? can,
2: you absolutely can. You could which so which one, right, which one do you believe? Right, but which one do you believe? Kansas. Kansas. Kansas.
1: Kansas. I might I might have to hop into Coop's crystal ball and just like make bets based on him. Sonoma. <laughs> which one's first?
3: Kansas is in, like two three weeks, is it not?
1: See, I this is where or this is where our stats guy is supposed to have all of this pulled up, you know.
2: Yep, and he does not. Yep, Parv. Uh, no,
3: seriously, I got to take the light. Went on a long yeah, shot. It's, I it's said to Alex Bowman last week. He did me right. He won me good money. Decent, not a lot.
1: Was Was this your first prediction that was right this year? Yeah, it was. walk well, okay. back to back. Yeah, both of them. Oh yeah, we both went Martin last week. Yeah, so I think I have
3: one. Worn... No, I was meaning John Hunter and Alex. Butler. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. My yeah, first yeah.
1: consecutive like. Oh, okay. Is this your first cup prediction this season that was right? I think so, yeah. I think Jacob has two. Two, those. Parv, yeah, I don't think Parv has one yet. Yeah. So Jacobson in the lead with two, and me and Cooper tied at one, and then Parv's in last with zero for the cup.
2: And that's gonna change throughout the season because we got a real weird season uh we, me and Cody talked about this on the phone earlier and I want parvin cooper to mention this so last year there were 13 winners before the the case the, the chase cutoff happened uh what do we think do we think we no 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 uh, no, no no that's 13 to, there were only 12, 12. because Kyle won in the chase okay okay 12 uh last year we had 13 winners overall 12 that got into the uh got into the chase for the cup so that being said do we think that we have more than 12 winners this year before the yes you think so
0: i think we do i mean i know right now we're getting to the part of the season where we're probably going to be seeing multiple people start winning races again for example martin shakes jr was the first person to do that i think that's a company. really good
1: that's a really good analyst you have right there Parv because we are going into the 1.5s. That's a really good point you made.
0: So we're going to be seeing a lot more people winning you know, more races to get, you know, more wins. But I do think that we're going to see more than 12. Maybe we'll just see 13. I don't think we're going to get to 16 though. I don't think we're going to have a full 16 race lineup at the end of the season. So I think think the most we're going to see is 13 winners before the chase officially starts.
3: So see, I don't think that because next week you're going to have an out-of-field. Chase is going to get one. Denny's obviously going to get one. And then you'll have another out-of-field somewhere. I think we could see 14.
2: So I'm actually going to agree with Parv, and I'm going to say we stick around 12 or 13. The, the the point that you made about the mile and a half, so we're getting ready to hit the really the really uh, I guess what we what we could say the normal part of the schedule. I think that we're going to see uh, a, a kind of a normal pace for a little bit, uh, excluding the you know the road courses and stuff like that. But I do think that uh, we'll have about 12 to 13. Cody, what do you think? You didn't, you didn't. Yeah, but that. I mean,
3: you got Brad that still hasn't won a race. Obviously you're going to win one this year. So
2: I'm
1: going to hop on Coop's back right here and just reiterate what I told you earlier, Jacob. Um, We, we are setting at eight different winners and nine races so far Uh, we're going into our stretch of road courses and intermediates, the 1.5s. All of those are pretty chalky. Uh, We have five more road courses to go. If you don't think that Chase Elliott doesn't win multiple of those, you are absolutely insane. Um, We also have Brad Keselowski who hasn't won. We have Kevin Harvick who hasn't won. We have uh, Chase Elliott who hasn't won. um, People who are guaranteed to be championship contenders. Uh, And also, you know, in all fairness, we have a Kyle Busch who hasn't won yet either. Um, I hope Kyle Busch goes winless for the rest of the season, but is it going to happen? Probably not right i mean i'd just be lying to myself he's been consistent i think we're gonna end up i i will not be surprised if to get into the championship you don't have to win and still perform well i wouldn't be surprised if we don't go over 16 different winners that's only eight more different people and we have two more super speed weight three technically if you want to throw nashville in there because nashville is a wild card we don't know what kind of car is going to run well at nashville right yeah Um, I think think Nashville uh, is a 1.3-mile track. Um, But, like I said, we have four or five guys who are due to win that will win, and you're going to have a couple just left fielders. Yeah. I
3: think think Joey's going to have four wins this season. I think that's set. He's going to win the Bristol Night Race. He'll win Nashville. I would throw Sonoma in there for him.
1: I'll hold you to that.
3: Four. I think Joey's going to have four. I think that'll be the top dog of top wins this year, Joey. You'll have
2: four. I think that – And when I say this, I am saying before the chase cutoff,
0: just so everybody knows. For for me, I think – I mean, it would be nice to see 17 different winners because, you know, for people who are inconsistent and might have won a race, then that shoots him out of the playoffs. But right.
1: Michael McDowell's done.
0: But – I mean, it would be really cool. I think that would be a really cool thing to see overall. For me, I think Chase Elliott's first win is going to be a road course. That's not a bad thing. And for me, see, uh, Cooper, you said that Joey's going to win Sonoma. I think that's where Chase is going to get his win, his first win, is Sonoma. So here's what I'm going to tell you all
2: about Sonoma. Martin Truex Jr. is definitely going to take that bitch home.
3: I think if Chase is going to get a win, it's going to be next week. That is his best bet to get a win this next week.
1: Chase hey, Elliott's boy. not a great super speedway guy, though.
3: Why are we hyping on him? Everyone. I mean, you heard it today. They were talking about it. Every time Talladega came up, they're like, Chase oh, Elliott. Yeah. Hey, I'll that's be honest, because I, it's I his don't.
2: home track. Right. Yeah.
1: That's the it. only. And I mean, that's the closest I could get to Chase. I mean, he's always going to be like top 10 but Chase isn't like a threat for a super speedway. He's not, will he be in five years? Probably, but right now he's, he's still racist too immature to do well at a super speedway. That's why, that's why Denny Hamlin does so well, because he refuses to put himself in a bad situation.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think, I think that uh, we're going to see some, I think we're going to see some more winners. I think we will be up past 10 uh, for sure, but I think we'll stick around 12 or 13. I really, I really am excited for next week though. I mean, all in all, Richmond, let's give it a rating one out of 10. Uh, what would you give it? I'll start with uh, Cooper and go around. A seven. Seven? That's actually better than I was going to give it.
3: Okay. Well, see, like it's not a six where you're just like, ah, eh, it's a little over decent. It's like a seven because it was a decent race. Like it wasn't, we, we saw some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. plus, I mean, Uh, Fuck, Bowman won. Who expected that? For sure, yeah. He ran really fucking well today. Joey ran well. Blaney ran really well. when No one expected that because Blaney, what, nine years has never finished top 20? Yep. Or they say top 15 something? Yeah. And, I mean, Blaney looked pretty sharp, so it was a good race.
2: Parv, what do you got?
0: I was originally going to give it a five out of ten, but I think the Bowman Bowman shock win for me gives it a – Gives a little bit
2: of boost so i'm
1: gonna say six out of ten cody i'm gonna deviate from these two and just stick with my sourpuss attitude for the day and that track um bowman winning was fantastic but i'm not gonna judge the other 399 laps off of what happened you know with with the checkered flag if the daytona road course was a four out of ten richmond was a hold on to your your pants here i'll give it a 2.5
2: Oh my god, that is rough. I yeah. would say that. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a better one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh five out of ten. It was just I was indifferent. It, it was just there. It was just there. Um
1: yeah. I, I hate Richmond. Um, I know we're not gonna shit on tracks anymore, but if Texas and Richmond were to fall off of the NASCAR schedule, I may or may not pop a bottle of champagne.
2: <laughs> I think that I think that's I think that's uh Richmond, Richmond in this package has just not been good next that's season great. might be great it could go back to the old style man that's kind of what I want but right now it's just not it's just not that uh fun fun of fun for the fans I will say if it, for a race fan uh for newer race fans sure coming into NASCAR I think that they're gonna definitely not care if they watch that race or not um but that being said we gotta pick one boys. Oh, the one, man. The one to watch. You're one oh, to man. watch of the week. Who you got? You
3: ready for this? Yeah. One to watch. It's going to be that Xfinity series. Stefan Parsons. Really? One to watch. He's not my winner, but he's going to be one to watch.
2: One to watch. Top ten. That's You're basing that off of Martinsville. I am basing that off of Martinsville. That's two weeks ago, so he obviously left an impression with you.
3: I mean, the top 20 looked pretty fucking sharp up there.
2: The ones to watch. See, that's why we need a sponsor. Because if I said, for instance, uh, Orca Coolers, one to watch, that sounds so much more awesome. And but then we
1: set our coolers up on our desk, open it up, and we pull out a note, and it has the, the name of the driver we Yeah,
0: picking. yeah. Such a good
1: sponsor opportunity.
2: Par, who's your one to watch after watching Richmond?
0: All right, so – I going to go to the Cup Series. He's not my winner because I have I have a have a little tasty one. Maybe I don't know for the for the Talladega, but I want to say the one to watch. He finished ninth. I want to go with Matty D because, Matty D good pick. I mean, Super Speedways, you know, are always unpredictable. Usually, what's brothers at you know Super Speedways are, you know. Who knows? So I think the one to watch will be for Matty D. I think he's going to get second place.
3: God damn, second place. Wow. Parv has actually thrown some pretty spicy takes in. He is. I'm kind
1: of enjoying this. This is the first time in months that I've liked Parv. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But still, that being said, fuck you, Parv. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cody, who's your your one to watch? oh shit go ahead parv go ahead all right everyone interrupt my fucking segment thanks buddy
0: everyone stayed on three okay one two three fuck parv fuck parv Parv. there we go um i
1: i do have a spicy i have a really spicy one um you know i think going into this week at a super speedway there is one man to watch um Always performs well at Super Speedways. Uh, previously, didn't really have a whole lot of uh, great equipment under him, but always somehow tends to be there during a Super Speedway weekend. Um, I think the one to watch this week is going to be none other than that 2311 Toyota Camry. This is I the think, first time you picked Bubba. I think Bubba Wallace is going to be the man to watch this weekend. No, it's
3: not. He said Bubba's going to clean out dirt.
2: Oh, that is right. Yeah.
1: I did. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean yeah. to cut yeah. it. No, no, no. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're, yeah. yeah, yeah correct I me. Yeah, correct me. Um, but I, I, I feel much better about this one to watch than I did for that one. Uh, now, Bubba Wallace is a hell of a super speedway guy.
2: Now, the one to watch. This is just based off of the performance in the past few weeks. We haven't. This isn't the picks. Just for the fans. I'm
1: not giving a pick, right? I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I'm
2: just making sure. That, I'm making sure people who listen know because this is the first time I've actually said title before everyone, so I don't want them to fuck that up and think this is who we're picking. But but Cody's got Bubba. Yeah. I do have Bubba as the one to watch going
1: into this. I mean, that's kind of like the the method everybody else sent in was like going into this weekend. Parv gave the Matty D. Parv? He
3: gave the D? I think the 23-11. (laughs) Stephen Parsons? Come on.
1: Right. I mean... (laughs) Going in, I think that Bubba's the one to watch going into the rest of the season. We have made our first full cycle through NASCAR. We've had our road course. We've had our our short tracks. We've had a 1.5 so far. Now we're going into the long stint. We've already had a super speedway. So NASCAR has cycled through each type of track we have. 2311s ran everywhere. 2311 going forward, that's the team to watch.
2: So I'm going to throw this out there, and here's my spicy take. My one to watch is definitely going to be the 47 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. We saw him today making moves. We saw him today coming through the field. It was really hard for me to pick today between Ricky Stenhouse and Daniel Suarez. Those two had a hell of a battle during the Richmond race. Um, Honestly, probably my favorite part of the race. I think that uh, Ricky Stenhouse has definitely got a good shot at winning this race next week. We see, we see, we seen it last year. You know, he went into Talladega with really good odds. And today he brought that 47 car home 17th. And you know, he's definitely aggressive with it. So I'm going to say Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Is my one to watch a gentlemen' It's came to that time. We got to get picks for Talladega. The day is. Wait, next week. wait,
0: should, should I do the standings real quick before we get into that?
2: Absolutely go for it, my man.
0: Alrighty. So as I do every week, we are going to go, I want to say all of our drivers and then go straight into the top 10. So for actually
2: Par, I think it would just be more beneficial if you go to 16 on. Because six. if they're out of 16, Sam, But 16th place on, because that's who's going to be going into the uh the the chase.
0: Alrighty, I'll do that. All right, so thanks, buddy. At 20th place. Is 23
2: 11's Wallace. Ooh, Needs ooh, a win. Ooh, Needs ooh, a ooh. win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now the moving, win with the one to watch. Yeah. So that's now moving
0: good. on to 16. We have Chris Buescher with 204 points. We have Kurt Bush with whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Buescher's 16th
0: and Michael McDowell is 17th.
2: That blows my mind that Busher is six, dude. He's so good this year. Like, you know what
0: so doesn't? Proud. Do you know what doesn't
2: blow my mind? That my McDonald's dropped in out 16? of the top sixteen uh, in in regular point standings. Let's let's point that out as well. Yes.
0: So then we have in fifteenth, Kurt Busch with two fourteen. In fourteenth, we have Ricky Stenhouse with two hundred twenty two. In thirteenth, we have the winner today, Alex Bowman with 236, in 12th, we have Austin Dillon with 239, in 11th, Kyle Busch with 245. Getting into the top 10, we have Christopher Bell with 257, we have ninth, Brad Kazowski with 269, Kevin Harvick is at eighth with 273, Chase Elliott is seventh with 285, Kyle Larson is in sixth place with 299, which means in fifth place is Ryan Blaney, Jacob's boy, 304 points. Let's go, baby! And let's oh, just oh, oh. Let's, let's let's just think about this one right here. Fourth place is William Byron with 300. I'm telling you, he's on fire this year. I have, been my mind. I
2: have been proven wrong about Willie B. I, I genuinely have.
0: All righty, so we, we heard that Joey Logano might have been in second place, but he's actually in third place with 352 points, but here's the thing, with 353 points is Martin Trix Jr., so only one point above Joey Logano, and again, to no one's surprise, 434 points is Denny Hamlin in first place.
1: It's crazy that he has that lead while
2: Martin Truex has two more wins than him. Yeah, I know. It shows how consistent the 11 car is this year, uh, for sure. Now, Dega, We got Dega coming up. Xfinity Series and, and, uh, and Truck Series. I think we should talk about the Xfinity Series first. Obviously, that's going to be an exciting race uh, with the Xfinity up. Series going in,
3: huh? Xfinity and Cup. You said Xfinity and Truck
2: oh shit thank you for catching that it's X- all good xfinity. yeah fuck uh, you jacob fuck me i i was like let me get this right this time bro. just uh, trying to help you out no you're good i appreciate it
3: no hate fist bump
2: <laughs> you hear that
1: podcast jacob fucked up right
2: there bump. i did i fucked up let everybody know I, all right so let's talk about the xfinity We've only been to one Super Speedway so far in the season, and Austin Cindric is the one that took on that victory. So obviously he's in he's in the he is in the opportunity to win. So who we got? Who's your picks?
0: I'll go first because you know I don't
2: I'll leave. go I'll go first since I went okay. last like every time. All right, and then I'll let you all go. I'm going to go go ahead and come out and say this is the week. This is the week that Brett Moffitt goes to victory lane. Spicy. Spicy, I know, but I'm telling you. I'm seeing it. The Who pushes him? I'm going to go ahead and say a college racing car. Uh, and that being said, while I'm saying this, the reason I'm saying that is because, as we know, Moffat finished second in the Daytona race earlier this year. So, I think Moffitt's got a chance. And we saw it. Moffitt, Moffitt was aggressive. He was hitting people in the bumper. Maybe too aggressive. I will say that is a risky take to go with because he could take himself out. So, that's my pick for the, for the Talladega Xfinity Series race.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Jeremy Clements. Why? I don't know. i but just, just go with it. He is – uh, let's just go to Jeremy Clements. He's going to get that dub this week because it's super speedway. Things can happen, you know? I mean, you never know. Jeremy's ran good
2: in the past. So, I mean, we can see it. He's got to win. He's won in the Xfinity Series before. Um, in the Xfinity Series,
1: I'm going to throw a curveball here. Um, I think that Chevy is going to have a one-two finish. And here's how it's going to go. Noah Gragson is going to push Myatt to a W at Talladega.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Myatt Snyder to a win? Myatt Snyder is
1: going to win at Talladega with Noah Gragson pushing him to the W.
2: It's funny you
3: said that because I have Myatt Snyder winning the race as well, but being pushed by my boy, as Jacob said, Collar Gracing, A.J. Allmendinger. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay 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 all right so these are good picks these are really good picks i'm excited to see what happens um also i want it to be known that uh the college racing cars are always strong at super speedway and none of us picked them but if i had to go with the second thing i do think that Collard i would, would have picked up. him
3: i would have picked dinger but i don't know myatt has got it for me i feel I, like Myatt's it, gonna have it
2: yeah, Haley's Haley's really good at super speedway races if he doesn't get taken out. So Ju- I mean Justin has a cup win. Yeah, and uh soda <laughs> sorta kinda. <laughs> I'll give it to him. Why not? <laughs> um all right, cup series boys. Talladega, who we got? Go ahead, Jacob. All right, I'll go. So I'm gonna come out and say it. I'm going to come out with a guy who's been in the front running of the past few Super Speedway races that we've seen, specifically Talladega and Daytona, before he got flipped over and had a gigantic crash. I'm saying Ryan Newman takes the sixth car home to victory lane at Talladega Super Speedway. He is the guy to beat. Uh, his, his stats show it. I mean, uh, and you know what's crazy about Ryan Newman? is we talk about past Daytona 500 champions and rarely does his name ever get brought up. He's a Daytona 500 champion. He's won the race. He is a super speedway racer. He knows how to get around. And if he knows notice, how to
1: get around and
2: around and around while flying airborne, <laughs> Hey man, listen, he, when he holding that trophy, you can say whatever you want, but I'm telling you, if we look at back at the highlights of the past two Talladega races, Newman has been up there in the front. He's been close. I mean, we saw that one race, uh, what was it? Was it last year or um, it was 2019 or 2020? I think, I think it was 2019 where Blaney and uh, uh, and Newman were like this close. It was like one of the closest finishes in NASCAR, you know. We've seen, uh, we've seen Newman up front, and for some reason, that six-car team specifically, I don't know about as much about Chris Busher, but specifically that six-car team has been a, uh, a, a force to be reckoned with at Super Speedways. So I'm going to go with Ron Newman we do something weird this week and pick two picks? I'm actually – I was getting ready to say that. Uh, I'm going to say from now on we do the pick and the underdog pick. What you consider to be the underdog. Okay. Go ahead, give it. Who's the underdog, Jacob? The underdog to win, like I said, one's the watch, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. We saw it last year. He about won the race. He was up there. He was up front. I think he's going to – I think he's going to be hungry for that win. Stenhouse is hungry. We know he is. Uh, a close second to Daniel Suarez, but I'm going to go with Stenhouse. I'm going to keep it with him.
0: So I'll, I'll, go ahead get, I'll go ahead and take the reins next. My winner, because of the super speed weights are is Daniel Suarez. Holy
2: shit, Parv. You just had some of the best takes tonight. I have to say. What did you eat
0: today? Because we need you to eat that every Sunday. (laughs) Now, the thing is, as we said, you know, it's unpredictable who can win a super speedway. And, you know, Daniel Suarez is in a new team track house pitbulls, funding this like a motherfucker. It's great. It's, It's great to see this. And, you know, he had the fourth place finish at Bristol Dirt. You know, seeing that fire in him, and yes, he hasn't had the best finishes in the next two weeks. He finished 16th today at Richmond, which is pretty good, uh, over the top 20. So I think he's going to take it all the way to the moon and win the race. And, you know, it's, and I, like I said, it's going to be Dedevodeno who's probably going to push him to that victory, or it's going to be like, you know, close to finish. So my underdog pick, which could be also taken as Suarez, but I'm going to go with a different one just because for the same reasoning, I want to go for Richard Petty Motorsports, Eric Jones. This is just I do. The... Cha-
1: Can I challenge that real quick? Go ahead. Why would you not have picked Matty D? Well,
0: so I don't consider Matty D an underdog. I really don't want to. I don't really want to consider him an underdog in, in this sort of sense. So th- that's the reason why I picked Eric Jones because. His money could come completely out of left field because we all know how the 43 car has been in recent years. I mean, we had Bubba Wallace in it, and now it's, you know, in the hands of Eric Jones. Eric Jones is a former 20 car Joe Gibbs Racing but moved over to Richard Petty Motorsports, a single car. So I, th- it would be really nice to see that number 43 get into victory lane this year. Now I think this could be the race to do it because of how unpredictable it can be
1: well let's stick with that same pattern so i'll go next and let a uh, little cooperoni close us out um as far as a favorite it's really hard to have a favorite as a super speedway because all it takes is one incident at lap 15 to take out every contender um i mean we've seen that uh chris bell and kyle bush you know they like to ruin super speedways before they even get going <laughs> i about uh, forgot
2: about that till you
1: brought it up <laughs> <laughs> thanks though um... <laughs> We just reignite that spark yeah just but I, that. I will say i think i do have a favorite going into this race um i mean it's it's bound to happen it's going to happen at some point um it's somebody that i i you'll rarely ever hear me pick even though i know that they're capable of doing it every single week uh i think denny hamlin's gonna come in denny hamlin knows how to make his way around a super speedway he knows how to stay clean. He knows where to be and, and when to be there. Um, as far as maturity and just pure super speedway talent, I think Denny Hamlin's often overlooked. Um, I mean, when you think super speedway, you do think about your, your, your Eric Jones, your Ricky Stent houses, you know, all those guys, but nobody ever thinks about how great Denny Hamlin actually is at super speedways. He would have won the 500 had, you know, the, the, Pit road incident not happened and the Toyotas would have stayed together. I think Denny Hamlin's ran consistent all season long and it's finally going to pay off. I think he will win this weekend at Talladega.
2: Who's your underdog
1: now? For the underdog, it's really ironic because you two had picked who I was considering as an underdog, um, but well, Parvak his primary pick was my underdog. Uh Mr. Oh, Suarez. Yeah. Mr. Suarez. Yeah. yeah. But I, I want to keep it different. I don't want us all to have the same. Um, so I'm gonna go with someone else who you know is consistent at super speedways. Um, they have new equipment this year. Uh, I think that they could find themselves maybe pushing their boss to victory, or maybe they pull out right before uh right before the checkered flag. I think Bubba Wallace is a really good underdog going into this race. He ran well at Daytona until the pit road incident where he had the loose wheel. Uh, I think that race was Bubba's or Denny's to have. Bubba had the fastest car at Daytona that was proven in practice. And that was proven throughout the race.
2: I think Bubba Wallace is a really strong underdog. Which is something I think a lot of people have forgotten about, about how strong he was at Daytona. Uh, I think that he learned a lot at Daytona, too, as far as uh, how aggressive he needs to be and get in front and how aggressive other drivers are going to be coming up into the rearview mirror and in front of him. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a really good pick for Talladega, honestly. Cooper, close us out. It's a hometown track. It's a hometown track for Bubba. It is. It is. It's a hometown track for him and Chase and uh, whoever the fuck else is from Georgia. (laughs) All right. Cooper, close us out, man.
3: All right. So, my underdog is not an underdog, but he's an underdog to me. It's gonna be Kevin Harvick's gonna get that win, ooh, as the underdog. Now, as my primary winner, that's gonna have my money. I'm gonna throw a saucy price on him this time. I don't know who. I'm feeling it. Jacob might get a little hard on from it, but it's all right. I'm gonna go with that Chris Buescher win.
2: Oh, oh! So we got we got two Ralph picks in the house tonight. So we I'm gonna go two.
3: with I'm gonna go with a Chris Buescher win, baby.
2: Oh, hell yeah. I'm loving
3: this. Who's pushing him? Who's pushing him? Who's pushing him? None other than my boy, that pretty, 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 pretty scheme. of That 34, Michael McDowell.
2: <laughs> that being said, I do think Michael McDowell will get a top 10 in Talladega.
3: Michael McDowell will, without a doubt, get a top 10 this week. I think him and
2: Alfredo will perform well there. I mean, that's a given. I'm not
1: going to tell you you're wrong.
2: I do think that McDowell will perform well there. Uh, now, how crazy would it be? Now that their picks are with Cooper, I love the pick. I love the Chris Busher pick. He is aggressive this year. He has the equipment. He could get up there. I think Aaron it. He, he did get that hard on. Did I did get hard on over that? I'm hard as a fucking rock. I'm hard as a diamond in a snowstorm. I'm hard as Parv uh, nearest. Uh, I can't say that joke on here. Uh, parv yeah, nearest well. cousin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: West Virginia vibes, baby. Let's get it.
0: uh, John, I want you to... John, edit that out, please. John, I don't want you to edit that out. I want you to read every bit of that. John, edit that out. Hey, sound sound guy.
1: Sound guy. As second in command, I, I demand you leave that
0: thank Sound you, guy. Thank Sound you. Guy. As a genuine human being, I want you to please for the love of God. To hey,
1: hey Parv, you know what a genuine human being is to a corporation? Not shit.
3: <laughs>
2: okay. Fuck so <talk>
1: you,
3: Parv. <laughs>
2: that, that, oh, now that that's over with, that was hilarious. Uh I was gonna say something awful and then I stopped myself because I was like, it's not worth the joke. Um I I um I think it would be insane that McDowell won Daytona and Talladega. Like, went back-to-back and won both Superstars. I'd Super
1: hit games. my head on my fucking
2: keyboard. <laughs> but how crazy would it be? Because you know how consistent they are at Superstars. I mean, him and Alfredo. For, for I, like, I mean, Alfredo.
1: I would be willing to bet that he doesn't win.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't think he'll go back to victory lane at, at all, but – uh, fun fact, the 34 car is the only car at Front Row Motorsports that's ever been to the victory lane. 38 has never been. So uh fast pasta. Let's go.
1: It only think, took McDowell 14 years to get there.
2: Yeah, but you know what? He still got that ring that says 500 on it. He so is a champion.
0: So now we have to predict our where our boys are going to place and where all the others are going to place like we did last week.
2: We do. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go first. So I'm going to start with Cooper and then go around. Uh, Yeah, Cooper, I think Austin Dillon is going to get a top ten for sure. I think Austin Dillon is an underrated super speedway racer. He's a Daytona 500 champion. Uh, He's also the only guy that I've ever seen have one of the. Uh, Real quick,
1: Parv, since you're the stats guy, mark these down so we can review them next week. Because we just name them and then we never cover them.
2: That's true. Uh, Austin Dillon, I think is gonna is gonna finish in the top ten. Uh, par you know, I think Kyle Busch is. Uh, 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 this is not me being a dick either. Uh, since you've had pretty good takes, I think Kyle Busch is going to be involved in a wreck. So I think about twenty fifth.
0: All right, once um, He's just Here, unlucky.
2: Jay. He's just unlucky at superspeedways. Uh, and well, then what, Cody, place did
0: you, what place did you say Austin's going to finish?
2: Finish. I'll write them down in my notebook and send them to you. If you're gonna t- are you gonna to top them? Are you getting ready to t- top them?
0: I'm topping them right now.
2: Yeah, I'll write them down. I'll send them to you. I'll have the recording. T- I just don't want the typing in the recording because it'll be like the whole time. Uh you'll I will feel like I'm in fucking court again as well. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay, want to go I- back. Uh yeah, Cody, I think Bubba Wallace. What were you there for before, buddy? <laughs> uh, we don't have to get into that on this show. Uh <laughs> um I think I think that uh Bubba's gonna finish probably around uh around top 10 as well. Uh I think he'll finish in the seventh. I think he'll be up front. I do think he'll be up front, but that's mine. That's my that's my picks. Uh
1: I guess I'll hop in here uh Blaney Blaney knows how to run at Talladega he's proved that a few times um I think Blaney third uh Austin Dillon I'm I'm gonna be nice this week I think Austin Dillon gets a top five I'll say fifth and I think the finish will be close I think we'll have 14 cars within a tenth of a second coming to the final checkered um so I'll say Austin Dillon fifth Kyle Busch Kyle's never really proven himself to me in a super speed way. I've never been like, wow, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, 18. 18 for 18. Um, Yeah, I think that's where I would put everybody.
0: All right, so Austin Dillon will finish 11th. Bubba Wallace will finish 8th. Ryan Blaney will finish sixth.
3: Ryan Blaney, seventh. Kyle Busch, 13th. Bubba Wallace,
2: third. And there it is. Give me a top 10, please, Bubba. Please. <laughs> He's got to finish top 10 in this race, or he'll have all the Bubba haters going on there and be like, He can't fucking drive.
1: <laughs> they, they're already there. Everybody's <laughs> dick is so hard who hates Bubba.
2: All right. I'm excited for these picks, boys. So, just to review our primary picks, these are the ones that for real count. I'm Newman. Cody is. I'd, you were supposed to hop in. I probably should have made it oh. more clear. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my fault. That was on um, me.
1: Bubba was my underdog, but uh <laughs> Denny Hamlin was my number one. Denny Hamlin. I thought you were uh, gonna say mine because you're like Cody's was. I thought yeah, you were. Yeah, I know.
2: I should have just I should have just went ahead with that. Uh pars is Suarez and Cooper has got Chris Buescher. We're gonna have to find out next week on the LTC. Thanks for joining us
1: yeah i want to note real quick the super speedways are what give me life and keep me going the entire year super speedways are like my my fuel
2: some of the best racing that we'll ever see for sure let's go super speedway thanks for ruining the episode
1: yeah everything was so fine until that moment
2: thanks for being a part of the cult we'll see you all next week
0: Lap am not baby. to be